Just rain. Is it raining here too, man? It's raining, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Raining, man. Imagine if it actually was raining, like, gay men, and they were just plummeting from the sky like that scene in The Happening. It's just exploding on that impact when they hit the ground. Just blood bags going boof everywhere. Just like pink watermelons. And a lot of dead gays. Core is the debut studio album by American rock band Stone Temple Pilots, released on September 29th, 1992, through Atlantic Records. The album peaked at number three on the Billboard charts and was certified eight times platinum by the RRRI. Wow. Uh, making it the band's best-selling album of their career. So, strong start and downhill from there all the way. Mm. I, look, I'm just going to I'm gonna pitch in early and disagree there. Uh, I think they went up and then down. This is not their best album. I'm talking money here. The only thing that oh, matters sure. is money. Without you know, a doubt, yeah, yeah. Folding, Biggest seller. Cold hard cash. No doubt. I I agree. Biggest song, biggest hits, most derivative. Yeah. Derivative? Oh, fucking hell yeah. It's all like Led Zeppelin and Metallica and Pearl Jam ripoffs, and there's not much original in this. Yeah. yeah. Hey, argue. Tell me why. Tell me, tell me why you disagree. I just don't it's think not- it's any better or worse or different than a lot of really good things at the time. Like, yeah, they were just part of that. Well, I'm going off the re-listen. So in doing, actually, you know, actually doing research for this episode or at least receiving the research before the, um, the, the labor shortage we had, Mm. um, I hadn't listened to this album in a long time. So a big gap between, Revisiting this, you know the song plushes on the radio all the time, and the other ones come up sporadically. But I hadn't listened to it from start to finish since fuck, I don't know, maybe like '96 or something, and it didn't hold up for me, man. Like it was, um, it just sounded real dated and super reverby production, and some horrible songs on there. Fuck, oh, it's got some bangers, no doubt. Some epics. But overall, I think it's their weakest of all their albums. No, not of all their albums, but one of their weakest. It's not top tier. And I fucking love this band. I love STP, but not this one. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you're a bit of an STP hater. No. Like, what's STP ever done to you? You being so mean and horrible to them. They, they, They put this album out. And then got better. Vicious and horrible attack. It's it's a shame that their follow-up albums sold less than this one. That's what I'll say. Look, I know Stone Temple Pilots tune in on a regular basis, and they're enormous fans of Pointless and Confused. And I'd just like to apologize to Robbie, Eric, and Dean right now. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. And the other um, the ringing guy that um, went from trying to be an in excess to now singing for STP. It's a different human being, Brad. That's not the same guy, for fuck's sake. No, 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 no. I'm not but saying it's the same Gatwell guy, but he, 
He yeah yeah he tried to be the NXS singer too didn't he? He's he's been around for a while, Mister Goot. He wasn't picky. He just wanted to be a rock star and a established band. He just wanted to go straight yeah. to the top without putting straight in the miles to the top. Yeah, but I mean, look, full credit I'm exactly to him. the same. Shortcuts all the way. Yeah, he can sing, but it's it's like seeing an Elvis um, show. You know, he's just putting on. It's like a mini Scott Weiland, who I think is one of the best front men of all time. It's got to be better than on. Chester Bennington joining STP. Like oh, when yes. I, I never even checked, gave that. And look, I never checked it out. I, mm. I watched Chester for thirty seconds once and just went. Oh, I just, it's not the right yep. guy. That's yep. gross. No, that's correct. Yeah, I didn't work. It's Chester, other than doesn't fit. That doesn't work at all for me. No. Yeah. And, and and to be honest, I didn't really check out this guy either. I'm happy they carried on, but I wish they'd called it something else. So like the the pilots, we all know that Scott had his issues with drugs and he was in and out of jail and shit. And for one of the, I think it was after their third album, so Tiny Music, he went into prison and the band were like, fuck it, we're getting another singer because we feel like we're at our peak. And I've, I don't know who this, can't remember the singer's name, but they changed the band's name to Talk Show. Do you remember this? And they put out an album. I got the Talk Show album. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got some good stuff on it, but. I fucking hated everything on it. Really? <laughs> I no, hated I the so. voice. I just hated everything. I thought, this is shit. But doesn't it, like, the production sounds like tiny music? Like, the music behind it sounds I just don't like. like anything about it. I don't want, I, I tried. I tried. I don't Did like you it. like Tiny Music songs from the Vatican gift shop? Yeah, it's fine. It's, I like Purple better. Yeah, no, I agree. But my so of their career, I know we're talking about this one album, but of their career, what's their best album for you? Oh, I don't know. I haven't listened to Purple in a long time. Mm. Um, I, I fucking hated the thing. I I fucking hated Interstate Love song. That's the most annoying, yeah, no, shrill, fucking agree. shit yeah. song Fuck I've ever heard. I don't know why that. Yeah. How did that get on the radio? I just I never understood I just that. Did. I agree. Listening to this again, I had a great week listening to this album. I really enjoyed right. it. Lots That's of great right. songs. Um, uh-huh. Had a wonderful time. Good hard rocking album. Yeah. Enjoyed the lyrics. I was listening to it thinking. Is this one of those great, you don't have to know what you mean, just mean what you say records? Because I was listening to the lyrics going, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh Um, Apparently the lyrics had great meaning to them, and Whelan talks about that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure it always I I couldn't figure out. It just just let it all wash over me and just enjoyed the whole thing. Really good. Yeah. Right. See, when I was listening to this, I want. I was. I was like. Yeah. I was stuck when you said this. I was like, yes, fucking love this album. But I don't. I love certain songs off this album, and not the whole thing. Yeah. I found it had very high highs and very deep, low low valleys as well. Uh, But I guess you only need three songs for a classic album, right? Well, so. I don't know. To sell records, you need three good singles. Mm. Um, but oh, shall we go song by song? 
Mm. Well, before we get into that, I just want to say Stone Temple Pilots number four, their fourth record, is one of my top albums of all time. Every song on it is amazing. Um, if you guys never got that far in this band's career, please go and get number four. It's by far the best thing they ever did. Never heard Woo. it. Oh, exactly. Fucking go and do it. Maybe I'll pick that for my next album. Uh, dead and bloated. Loved it. Epic. Rockin'. Uh, don't you find uh, it like I it just... I am smelling like a rose that somebody gave me on a deathbed on my birthday deathbed. That's right. That's yeah. how we go. Sung into an electric guitar pickup, actually. The intro. Yeah. No microphone there. That's why it sounds so weird. Um, Really liked it. But it goes on for fucking too long. Like, it could have been cut in half and it's the same goddamn song. Too long. Epic. Too long. Next. I really enjoy it. Great. Six type thing. I got epic. Love it. Easy. Yeah, this this one of the bangers. Is this the, uh, um, trying to remember, that's the one told from the perspective of like, going to rape somebody or something. Is that the one? Yeah. Apparently. I am, I am, I am. Yeah. Apparently, from Whelan's perspective, it was about male machismo and forcing yourself mm. upon women, and he's against it. But a lot of people yeah, took I it as that. giving men permission to rape women. No. It'd have been he seemed like anti- a very in touch with his feminine side guy, much like Cobain was. I think you pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, intent versus how some people perceived it. Um and I think yeah. those people just being idiots, just trying to sure. create controversy where there isn't any. We know what he yeah. meant. Yeah. Well, I like this. Song like, rocks. Yeah. Like, rape me. He's not actually saying, yeah, rape's cool, you know? Uh, yeah, good song. And then they did swing type thing, didn't they? And it was like the same song with a bit of a do, 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 do version. Uh, not know. as good, but they did that. Uh, Wicked Garden. Epic. Love it. Great song. Super cool. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. It's the one, the new Stone Temple Pilots with Mr. Goot. I think they open almost every show with it. It's just a, it sets, it's all the style that you get from the pilots. You know, it has that sort of jazzy vibe with the rock background. Hmm. It's good. Uh, It's good. It's a great song. No memory. So I would say when I was, during the week listening to this, it was when I was driving and things like that, and I wasn't focused listening, so the whole album just washed over me, and I thought, wow, this is great, every song, I love it. But tonight, when I was doing my epics and decents and borderlines and fillers, I was listening to No Memory for a couple of seconds, going, I can fucking skip this at any time, can't I? Uh-huh. But it works. It's a skip. In the, in the mm. context of the album, but it is a bit of a nothing burger. It's a skipper. If you were putting your fave songs off of this album on a compilation tape, that's not on there. Yeah, it's... Yeah, a trend at the time of just nonsense filler up, but it's a... I don't know, in the scope of an album that kind of felt like it made sense, but by itself, you're not going to listen to it, are you? Nah. Thin. I put decent. Eh, I'm skipping it. Fair enough. Naked Sunday. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe, yeah, decent. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. skipping it. 
You know, this is this is the mediocrity. They started off hard mm. out, three badass songs, and then there's just so much filler on this record. It's like almost like a hair metal album, but it dropped <laughs> in the grunge scene. Carry on. Well, I think it's supposed to be a bit artier, bit artier, and a little less entertaining. Mm. Right. So, like creep, it's. I don't know. I can listen to it's, it, but it's not the greatest a, thing. Or, it's yeah. not as good as Radiohead's Creep. You know, no. it's a good song, but it's not as good as Radiohead's Creep. So if you you type it in Spotify, pick the Radiohead one. It's a bit better. This one, oh look, you know, I've spent my time singing along to this in the car as a young man, and I remembered it as it came on again, listening for this, and I remembered all the words, and I could sing along. It's and memorable. I could, I could extend my vowels like, like he does. Um, it's, you know, it's a good piece of songwriting, but, uh, you know, you need to be in a mood for it. Like the Seth MacFarlane thing where he said every vowel is an A yeah. in grunge. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean, like, like, let's get into it, though. Like uh, Scott's vocal style on this album, he's trying to be Eddie Vedder, isn't he? Like, this came out in 92, late 92, and 10 was doing pretty well, wasn't it, at this point? Um, I just feel like what came yeah. after, so would like in have, Purple, would they like have Purple known and Tiny Music, the he's found his voice. At the time? Yeah, yeah, I guess, going out to shows and stuff, yeah. But I just think it's not him. It's not his voice. He definitely didn't find it on this album. This this is him doing the rock star guttural scream, which he pretty quickly loses, you know? Purple, it's not on there. Yeah. Tiny Music, it's definitely not. He totally found himself by then, which was great. He was fucking magic singer, wonderful front man. I would agree. I think they maybe there was a wave of rock at the time, and they went, "This is the debut album. We've got to get listened. Let's go with that mm. rock vibe." And then they expanded themselves later on. Yeah, I mean, but they I even didn't find stole anything wrong Pearl with Jam's it. The producer, didn't they? I don't they know if Pearl the word "stole." It's more like hired the same guy, Brendan O'Brien, who was yeah, the hot yeah, producer yeah. at the oh, time. Look, but he's a fucking amazing producer. Yeah. You were just I think he started on his second album, eh? No, he started on this one. Did he? The album you're complaining about too much reverb. Da, 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 da. Yeah, well, it's not produced well now that I say that, but he did the rest of them well. So why did he do such a shit oh. job on this one, Brendan? Oh. Brendan! You're fucking it up! Turn the reverb yeah. down! He's like fucking. Uh, if, if, producer, if our producer, Eric produced an album you can hear our voices here on this podcast how precise we sound we're in the room together you know facing no, each not. other no, a little bit sweaty no we're not and uh well, I it am. sounds great you're in the room i'm not i'm uh um this is adr right now we're, not we're even here. both in rooms but not the same room uh, we're not really we're almost out of the area code from each other <laughs> You've broken the illusion. We used to lie together, Dan. <laughs> now we lie we separately. We both could still be lying. 
<laughs> it's devilish, isn't it? <laughs> we share a microphone like um, Paul McCartney and John Lennon. We just lean in and out as we speak. Okay, creep. So where we're plush, epic, great song. Do we uh, need to say yeah, more oh, look, than that? Faultless, plush. faultless song. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's easily the high point of this record, right? So why uh, the fuck did I they like put it all the way bloated. down? That's not the best song, though, surely. That was never released as a single. Was it a single? All right. Pretty sure. Oh, Wicked Garden was. Wicked Garden was, Sex Type Thing was, Creep was, and Plush was. And Cracker Man was. So I don't think Uh, Dead and Bloated. Good opener. Great album opener. But, um, yeah, Plush... Classic song. That's up there uh, with the all-time greats. Can't argue with that. And it's about, like, um, police dogs trying to find a body, eh? Some kidnapped kid. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When the dogs come to smell her and stuff, yeah. It's it's reading about that. That's dark. Yeah, it's not a love song by any means. Um, Wet my beard, I've got... Borderline. I think it's interesting. It's kind of like a beatnik, snap your fingers, kind of bongo drum kind of a song, mm-hmm. really, isn't it? But it's. Oh, I don't know it. if it's a, it's kind of a skipper, but it's memorable. It's well done. Oh, it's not worth wetting the beard for. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Piece of pie. I, I put epic. Like it. Like it could. Oh, piece of pie. Yeah, we forgot that. That's back by before plush. Yeah. Anyway, and then I got uh, these out of order. Mm. You're doing so well. Piece of pie comes after creep. At least I'm looking on the Spotify's. Um, piece of pie, plush, then wet my bed, then cracker man. Cracker man, epic, love it. Great oh, song. Yeah. Another good one. Very pilot see. Yep. Where the river goes, I put shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I mean, look, as a, as an album, this is a good statement, but I only think through the singles. It really sets up the pilot's sound. Not quite their tone, which they found on future records, but their overall aesthetic sound, music-wise, is all here, I think. They never went beyond too much what's here. Mm. Um, I, I did get to see Stone Temple Pilots live, and I got to see them with Scott Wheland when they sort of, I don't know, I think they'd broke, uh, gone their separate ways and come back and gone their separate ways, and I saw them mm-hmm. on one of the tours. Yeah. And it was fucking epic. Every song was a banger. It was like upbeat, and all the songs were great, and I'd sort of dropped off and lost interest and then come back and heard all these new songs I'd never heard before and just went, wow, they got a shitload of good fucking songs. Yeah, I think they came, that was on the number four tour, that album I was talking about earlier, and that's one of my big regrets in life is not going to that fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was super shame. cool. He was, yeah. uh, kind of strutted out like a strutting peacock. He was mm-hmm. a, a very impressive... Yeah, a little bit effeminate, if you will. <laughs> Works for But him. it all worked. Yeah. 
Mm. Three ex wives and looked a bit effeminate. Yeah. Yeah. Shirt off, singing in a megaphone, getting it done. Yeah, you know, he I the think the, the. He did, yeah, he likes the megaphone. Yeah, he used that up until the day he died. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to throw it out there. The the weak point of this band is the drummer, Eric the, the Eric uh, Kretz. I guess that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Only on this first album, though. So um, after I think this it's album. pronounced Cunts. Cunts. Yeah. Eric Cunts. Yeah. Uh, on core, I think he's not quite comfortable in the studio and it doesn't doesn't feel as good as it could be. He could have done better because on the subsequent albums, he nails it all. But on this one, there's some sloppy fills and it, you know, I mean, I'm just judging here on my fucking microphone, but I'm, we're here to review. There's ups and downs. And I think that's the one of the downs of core. I thought it was great. It all worked and it all gelled and I was happy. Mm. Yeah. No. This this is why we are different. This is why we can never well, this is why we can never go to a country where you and I could elope. Because we just disagree too much. Because homosexuality is illegal most countries. In most places, yes. So yeah. I'm saying we could go somewhere where we could be homosexual. But we're I not. I mean, in the West, it's fine because we're a bunch of debaucherous leeches. But, you know, in civilized oh, countries, we'd be executed. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting loosey-goosey over here in the West. You can do it. Woo! But you, like, you, can, <laughs> yeah. you can grab a toaster for a week here. It's, um, it's out of control. <laughs> so I was looking on Twitter earlier, and they've got a oh, new group called uh, Gays Against Groomers now. Like, even the gays have gone, no. Too weird. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a like. <laughs> Little love <Yeah>. heart. <laughs> That's all yeah. right. Everybody's got their limits. Yeah. Yeah. God's coming after us soon. Let's face weirdos it. Weirdos against weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Weirdo Olympics. Yeah. I call them weirdos. <laughs> well, I'm just trying. I don't know. I can't remember all the letters. So I think uh, if there was ever the time to get behind a gay man, it's now. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you ever intended. needed a reason, <laughs> did you get that? <laughs> I thought uh, that was quite yeah. clever. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, behind a gay man. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good work, gag. Good work. Um. Uh, yeah. Core. Cool. Listen to it. Check it out. What? Uh, Will you be putting it on again post uh, research period? Yeah, I've got into the habit now of um, whenever we do an album review, I'm getting all the good songs and putting on my awesome playlist. Oh, nice! So I'll be I'll be selecting quite. A, I've got six epics on here. I can transfer over to my awesome oh, playlist. Very good. Well done. And then put it on shuffle, and you're away. Little Robbie yeah. and little little Dean and little Eric. Good. Good job. So, I mean, and, 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 most and, of the songs on your playlist, uh, they're, they're probably from albums that you've selected for the show, not so much ones that I've selected, or it's a bit of a mix? No. Uh, well, I've only started doing it recently, but whoever's album, if there's a good song, I, okay. I stick it on there. 
What, um, I mean, going back to a previous episode, what got on there from uh, Roxette's Joyride? Was it just the whole fucking album because it's 10 out of 10? No, it wasn't a whole <laughs> album, no. Uh, no, uh, no physical fascination on there? It's the sexual fascination. It's a terrific song. It's all about sharks. Marie didn't like it, but I like it, so we're putting it on there. Yes. Um, Well, that's good. I'm glad you did that. Well, next time you and I go on a road trip, whenever that may be, it has been some time since we, you know, sat in a car together, we we can put that on and just have a jolly old time. I went through the Roxette catalog, actually. Yeah, joyride, fading, fading like a flower, spending my time, the big L, it must have been love, listen to your heart, the look, dangerous, dress for success, how do oh, you do, so sleeping in my car. Oh, and that's from put, uh, like 95, good work. Yeah. Oh, I got Possum Kingdom in there by the Toadies, so that's a fucking cool song. Oh, good one is uh, down behind the, um, behind the boathouse or something, what's that song? By the lake house. I discovered a new song from Anthrax, A Monster at the Gates, is it? Yeah. Fucking cool song. All right. Don't know it. That's just some of my recommendations. Obviously, my opinion is valued and sought after around the world. Just just throwing it out there. Yeah, look, I I wish... So the the version of Core that I was listening to was the they did you know like a special edition like they do for these twenty year anniversaries or whatever of albums, and it had a lot of live stuff which was eh, kind of poorly recorded but monumental shows. But then at the end of it they had uh, STP's MTV Unplugged, and I remember when that came out I was hoping it was going to be as good as uh, Nirvana's Unplugged because these guys are a big band we all like yeah. them. And it was old, uh, you know, Scott sitting in his rocking chair and it had the right mm. vibe, but it just, it's yeah. not quite there. You know, Very I think they had too, too many yeah. bongos and uh, the, the guitars, it was, he played a 12 string and it just didn't work, you know? Yeah, but it was a big loss losing um, Mr. Little Scotty Wheeland. Yeah. Oh, look, have it's, you it's seen a pity some of the shit? A little happier in his life, and he couldn't quite yeah, get true. it all together, you know. And well, he was yeah. a fucking addict, bit of a waster as well. Like this, wow. you know. Actually, I watched him on Howard Stern. It's on YouTube. If you want to talk it out, talk, uh, check mm. it out. But oh, it was a sad story. Like he, yeah, he, um, he, he got mil- he was getting raped by an older boy in high school. And so he mm. turned to drugs there, and he's just kind of never quite got over it. And he wrote a tell-all book that he didn't want to talk about, but he was on promoting it on Howard Stern because he didn't want to talk about that stuff. But he had to do it because he had three ex-wives, and he had to pay sixty grand a month and support to them. And Jesus, yeah, fuck this guy. Yeah, he, tough life. I had no it doubt. fucking rough, man. Like he was getting it in the ass. Every 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 which fucking way. Yeah. Also, bitch, no wonder he was on fucking drugs. 
<laughs> yeah, but look, and not to downplay his um his thing. And if anybody is uh, triggered here, there, um, there's helplines for you to call. That's we're not the people to talk to because we're a couple of fucking muppets. But um, tragedies does seem to breed great art, right? Like all these guys that are at the top tier, they've had something that uh, ignites the spark, as it were, like. Uh, John Lennon, his mum died. Paul McCartney, same thing, mum died. Um, oh, did she? I was going to say Paul McCartney. Did anything go wrong with him? I don't think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Linda McCartney died. died and, oh, yeah. Tragedy. Yeah. Like, uh, and it, that, you know, uh, well, it might be something as simple as a divorce of your parents or something gives you that, you know, uh, the fire in your belly or whatever it is, you know, like. Then again, there's a lot of people who lose parents and. The shit at everything. I mean, that must suck even worse. <laughs> you know, you don't, don't have the best oh, talent. <laughs> on top of that, you've, it doesn't breed talent. It just creates fire, and that might be for you to be more useless. But for these guys, these artists, you know, the tortured artist, you know, that's 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 art yeah. that people relate to. You need the, the audi- torture parts. Our audience members sitting at home have had horrible lives, and they've got fuck all talent. <laughs> That must yeah. suck. Sorry, guys. That's why they're listening to us two <laughs> talentless hacks. <laughs> Making a fu- if you've got no talent, just make a podcast. Look at how good we're doing. I've even been spending the whole episode away from the microphone. So good to be here. Good to be yeah, here. You're getting filled in by an AI, so, which is <laughs> probably the more entertaining parts coming from Brad yeah. when the AI yeah. takes over. When it sounds a lot like Tom Cruise's voice, it's uh, it's the AI. You don't sound like Tom Cruise. You don't have his be- beautiful, velvety voice. Now, there's an actor that should make a record. He did. The soundtrack to uh, uh, Rock of Ages. He sings uh, a lot. We, we need more than that. We need more. That was just the teaser, and he never followed through. Shame. Well, yeah. Thinking yeah. Uh, Blaze of Glory and never quite getting up to the high notes. <laughs> Tough notes, even for the Tom. Tough notes. Scientology yeah. does not help you hit certain notes. Yeah. yeah so that mm. was a rare misstep from Mr. Tom Cruise. It's, it's probably, yeah, he doesn't quite so, have the voice for it. Can you imagine him doing like a, a solo acoustic album? Tom Cruise. I've seen him do Elvis Presley, and he's oh. yeah, he he go he can go low, right? Well, right. I think I don't know if I'd run out and buy the album. And and, and Lord knows right. I'm a Tom Cruise fan, but Lord not knows. a strong suit. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise and John Travolta should do a, an album of duets. They should do a series of television commercials where they, they take should. favorite oldies and and reimagine them. I'd like to see. I'd like to turn on the TV late at night and have Tom Cruise and John Travolta sitting in leather leatherback chairs next to a fireplace, talking about the album they've just recorded, like it's the greatest hits you know of all time. Do you remember that time, John, that we recorded that song, that great hit? You know, we'll be coming round the mountain, and then it starts playing. That's what I want to see. 
They should do a telephone commercial and they're like, <laughs> oh, me. Oh, me. And then you could be, do John Travolta, you go, oh, me. <laughs> That's my John Travolta accent. Sandy. Like, David Harry, David Harry, like, Blondie, you're like, call me, call me. <laughs> call me. Yeah. Blondie. <laughs> Like that? Yeah. Could, uh, does Tom Cruise sound a little like Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm Conholio. TP for my bungo. Yeah, it's probably easier yeah. to do than Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen the, the second film. Oh, well. It's awesome. How, uh, yes. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yeah. Oh, it's not out on um, legal platforms yet, so I, I'm just abstaining. I do sure want to see. Doesn't everything and go is... out on legal platforms immediately? Nah, not that one. And neither is. Uh, and this is going to date our episode. But the uh, very topical uh, Megan Markle and uh, that other fucking guy South Park episode. Yeah, I saw a clip from it. Yeah, that we want our privacy. Some World really Tour. good points. <laughs> <laughs> so. You hate journalists, but you wrote a book. Doesn't that make you journalists? <laughs> yeah, well played, South Park. <laughs> uh, uh, back to core. Um, look, it is a classic, really, of that era. That whole grunge thing. Like people never they kept, yeah, you know, STP. Oh, they're not. They're not grunge. They're something else. They came from San Diego or something. But I think they were right in the mix. You know, one of those, I, I rate them as the classic early 90s bands. Yeah, they keep going and going and they never give up. Even without their original members. Mm. I think they should give up. But It gets a bit sad last... after a while. Sometimes you just got to knock it on the head and go, it didn't fucking yeah. work out, guys. Like, we had our and, run. Yeah. And look, they, they just came to New Zealand uh, like... A week ago, maybe yeah, two weeks, played a show with Steve Gutt, and I was told it was great, a good show, but I just, I thought about getting tickets, and then I watched videos on YouTube, and I just went, no, they're too old and wrinkly, and it just seems like they're sort of, you know, the Eagles, just going on and on, and they don't even have the original singer in. Fuck. Well, the Eagles took a huge break, came back, made the what, one of the biggest albums in history, the, you know, Hell Freezes Over, greatest yeah. hits and stuff. Stone Temple Pilots are wedged in the Goldie, Golden Oldie lineup in between yeah. Pat Benatar and ZZ uh-huh. Top. Like, it's yeah. fucking... Not rah. at their peak. And you can tell, like, to go from being playing massive stadiums at your peak with Scott to a severe dive to playing the Taupo fucking <laughs> waterfront. I'm fucking New Zealand. Yeah, they, and the arsehole of the world. Yeah. They are next to their opening for the bearded fucking lady. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty easy to find these days, a bearded yeah. lady. <laughs> next up on the Invercargill State Fair stage on the back of this truck. There's the Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, we'll just put your amp on the hay bale. Yeah, amps, no amps. Yeah. Can you uh, turn it down a little? Yeah. Um, maybe you know, uh, just 
Okay. Yeah. Just turn the vocal down and can you just put pads on the drums? Because um, they're making an announcement about Roundup. Uh, you're, you're trying to judge. You're trying to judge the yeah. sheep, uh, the best sheep competition, and you, you guys are scaring the, the ewes away. Yeah, yeah. We're like, people are upset because they're trying to count pigs at the moment. You know, I mean, this I is mean, a fair, and you know, I paid if you, you to come here down. and play plush, and then fuck off. <laughs> Uh, so where's Scott? <laughs> what? Why is Scott not here? Where's Scott? Like, we paid for Scott. Is he sick or something? Um, is he in Scott, jail again? Scott died. He had a overdose. It's just well, us. We like we can't at Bernie's that shit guy. Like fucking put him on a string. We paid for Scott. Uh, this is our new singer. He um, sounds like Scott. Oh, uh, Steve Gutt. Okay? Steve Gutt can get fucked. We're <laughs> <laughs> still getting paid. It's, yeah, we we agreed to fifty dollars. Oh, uh, we pay you in biscuits and grits, bitch. This is okay. in Chicago County Fair. Steve Gutt can fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. We're running out of time. We got to rate this thing. Um, I'm going to give it a eight overdoses out of ten. <laughs> uh, uh, look, historically, for what it is, um, I'd give it like a seven and a half or an eight like remembering what it was but on the re-listen i'm only ah, oh, i'm only gonna give it a um i'm gonna give it a six and a half out of out of ten hay bales at the invercargill <laughs> next up uh zipper next on stage is hootie Where's the blowfish? It's just Hootie. <laughs> <Rudy. laughs> yeah. Gotta get off the stage. Fucking Hootie's gonna be on in 10 minutes. <laughs> My name's Darius Rocker. <laughs> Hootie! <laughs> My name's not Hootie. It's Darius. Some Hootie! Yeah. I mean, look, good record. Check it out. But they do better things in the future. Oh, it's, it's over, man. It's over. We're a fucking joke, man. We're a fucking joke. I look like my nana used to look. And our singer's half our age. They got ex-wives to pay uh, off, though. They do. They do. Lawsuits to settle. They got to keep going. They can't just end it gracefully. Oh, well, another perfect episode. <laughs> another perfect episode. Top finish, actually. Yeah.